Welcome to the uh, Big and Small Podcast, everybody. It's been a while, but yep. uh, the holidays have been crazy. Life's been crazy. Indeed. Um, so um, it happens, though. But we're back at it, hopefully a little bit more consistently here now that you're all moved into a new, yep. new spot. So <laughs> New job, new uh, spot. I finally have in the flow of things, so should be good. New year, new you, as they say. Yeah, you know, <laughs> as it goes, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, all right man decided to talk some gaming this time we did a lot of movie talk so <laughs> yeah yeah man like oh man what was it like five almost like five hours worth i think yeah it was a yeah. lot <laughs> anybody out there who uh, anybody out there who actually listened to all that i don't know what it you're does. doing with your life but thank you <laughs> <laughs> we have a surprising amount of people that listen to all three of them so <laughs> yeah, I actually haven't checked the stats. I kind of like uh, fell into like a weird, almost depression over the last couple of weeks because like the yeah, weird like lock, the weird lockdown we had kind of like took me out for a little bit. But I'm I'm better now. I'm motivated and well, back good. in the I'm gym. So yeah, I gotta I gotta keep the uh, I gotta keep the gains up for the big part of this podcast and for my YouTube channel. So I can't be oh, muscle yeah. lizard if I'm sucked up. So that's <laughs> true. <laughs> It's kind of funny. I'm actually looking at the stats now. We have, uh, it's like we have 14 plays for the first two, and then we have 40 plays for the last one. So oh, it's wow. quite a jump. People, a lot of people listen to the, the the longest one, the two and a half oh, hour right. one. <laughs> so people people like that hey. apparently. So. Well, I'll take it. So hopefully yeah. they uh, hopefully they're they're up for some gaming and some wholesome uh, stories about uh, what got us into the the scene. I guess right. so. Share some tears. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Thank you to anybody who's listened. It's been awesome. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully we can only uh, keep going up from here and yeah. putting out more episodes and getting the production quality up. So, right. Consistency is key. So, <laughs> exactly. And I, uh, I, I should be on that now. <laughs> All right. So. I uh, have no life except for going to the gym. So I should be good. So, fair. <laughs> But it's uh, showing you're looking pretty good. Oh, thanks, man. I've been, <laughs> I've been hitting it hard the last couple of weeks since getting back into the gym after that lockdown. So, Yeah, that, yeah. I can imagine. That <laughs> shit sucks. <laughs> actually been doing cardio, so that's probably helping. Nice. <laughs> but, All right, man. Well, uh, do you want to kick it off? Um, you're a little bit more of a you know a gamer boy than I am. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm up there, but you're a little bit more so than me. So Yeah, well, I mean... I've been playing since I was like six, so I got into it. Um, I kind of started playing games back in like the Super Nintendo era <laughs> and uh, just kept going from there. I never, I didn't own a Super Nintendo or an NES. I always went over to like my cousins and stuff to play. And they had like Super Mario and Metroid and Mega Man and stuff like that that got me into it. But the first console I actually owned was an uh, N64. Okay. And that was kind of later into its life anyway. But I eventually got that and played like Banjo-Kazooie and GoldenEye and Mario 64 and stuff like that and just got all, super into gaming. <laughs> all the classics of our generation. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was kind of the same way. I mean, we're, we're pretty much the same age. So, yeah. um, you know, I, uh, <clears throat> I think my mom <clears throat> had an NES when I was really young because I remember watching her play Super Mario Brothers 3. Um, nice. And I think I played it every every once in a while too, uh, but my 
most uh my most uh prominent memory from like gaming when i was a kid like around you know five six somewhere in there uh, maybe a little bit later i don't really remember but the sega genesis was the the console that i owned through a large part of my like you know younger years so right. i played like uh it came with like this little like six pack uh <laughs> cartridge that had like six different games on it, it had like nice. sonic and like golden axe so i used to some play the crap out of that yeah yeah but uh so that was like the first console i remember owning was a sega genesis and then from there i was i wouldn't say i was really like a a gamer though i don't really know any of us were really gamers back then yeah. it wasn't that wasn't even a thing at least as far as True. i know but uh i think what really got me there was uh one of my friends in elementary school um he was the one who owned like all the nintendo like he had a super nintendo and a nintendo 64 right and uh so i really got into it when i would go hang out with him and we'd play like uh super mario rpg chrono trigger uh and then you know once the n64 hit super smash brothers so um i would say um kind of the same as you like nintendo was kind of what really got me into gaming. <laughs> yeah, I had nothing but Nintendo consoles until uh, the original Xbox came out. Okay. I got that. And I remember the first game I got for that was a uh, Shrek game. <laughs> it was like a Shrek party game. <laughs> oh, man. It was terrible. But <laughs> that's what hey, it they, is. They, they still be making games like that, so it must, uh, it must work for them, I guess. Right. And... Um, yeah, I spent a lot of my time, like even before I got the Xbox, I had all Nintendo consoles. I got went through the GameCube and N64 and stuff, and I got I kind of got really big into competitive gaming when I got an Xbox and like uh, I got Halo. <laughs> MLG before MLG was even a thing, right? Well, <laughs> that was like like when when Halo and stuff like that was getting really big. That's kind of when like professional gaming and stuff really started hitting, I feel like. Yeah, I, I guess I should rephrase. Um, MLG, which stands for Major League Gaming, for yeah. those who don't know, um, was kind of like the OG like eSports, I guess. Yes. Um, so it's where it like, all started you could pretty much. You could actually get like sponsored to like play games and stuff, which I believe you were, right? Yeah, I was sponsored by Sobe for Halo 2 <laughs> for a while. But I was That's in sick, high man. school and I had a lot of other things on my mind. So uh, I, my, my, it was more of my parents, not kind of not letting me do it. <laughs> Unfortunately. I mean, that makes, that makes sense. Cause I, I think I remember when I first met you, you were talking about how you had that going, but like, it was hard for you to, to do it. Cause you were still in high school. And like, yeah. I think you were saying you had to like, yeah, like had your parents permission and stuff to do it. Cause they obviously can't like deal with a minor yeah. Um, with so that was, kind of stuff, I guess. So Yeah, I was only 17 when I first started doing that. And they wanted people to, they wanted us to, like, a group of us to, like, travel and stuff like that. And I really couldn't do that. So, <laughs> Dude, that's, that's, that sucks, though, man. That would have been a sick opportunity, I think. I know. But, right? uh, <laughs> but hey, that's, uh, it is that's what life, it is. Right? Yeah. I, uh, I never even was good enough at video games <laughs> to even, I actually don't even think I played any type of online video games until like the xbox 360 so nice um yeah i don't <laughs> um i had an original xbox but i never played anything online i don't think um um but yeah kind of the same as you like i uh we, we we had a playstation uh playstation one as well uh, actually 
before that, we actually had a Sega Saturn. I don't know if nice. anybody remembers those <laughs> those consoles, but Sega Saturn. Um, I think that was before the Dreamcast. I'm pretty I sure think it was. was. Yeah, it was. But uh, I remember playing like Duke Nukem on that, and like all these other like <laughs> yeah. haggard games, like like Virtual Cop and Virtual Fighter. Yes. Um, those were like those were the games that I played, like all these like lame <laughs> like one player games, and then. Uh, Played a lot of Twisted Metal on the PlayStation, um, Twisted Metal Two to be specific, which is classic. Yeah, those are um, those are wild yeah. games. <laughs> yeah, they really are. I, I think they're either they recently made one or they're making another one like soon. Yeah, I, th- or I think something. I heard something about them like rebooting it, but yeah, I which hey, <laughs> I don't really know what kind of market there is for that game these days, but right <laughs> you know I, I don't really think it has a spot to live anymore. Just the the way gaming has shifted to shifted to um i'm sure there's people out there that want to play it you know yeah i i wouldn't imagine there's a market for racing games but they're still playing making like forza and like yeah, dirt like, four and stuff like forza is still like one of the most the highest selling xbox games so i know which <laughs> people like it it looks really good like if you play it on pc oh, it's with like ray tracing and stuff <laughs> yeah. it looks really good like i almost want to play it just for that reason alone but uh, right? but, but otherwise i don't like racing games but uh, yeah I've, i could never get into racing games i liked it's funny with twisted metal i never really got to play it because i never owned a console that had it like i never had a playstation until ps4 and oh, okay uh, uh but i had kind of like the pre version of it that's called vigilante 8 <laughs> that oh, was on okay. the n64 <laughs> that sounds familiar um it was that just a very familiar. super basic drive around in cars with guns, destroying each other oh, in the okay. arena. But that was super fun, and I always wanted to play like Twisted Metal, but I just never got really got a chance to. I think I played it like once at a friend's house, but it always seemed really cool. Yeah, that's that that's uh it yeah I mean that's the one thing about like gaming back then like there were so many different systems. Like, yeah, <laughs> there was. It was Sega Genesis, then Dreamcast came out, then the PlayStation 1 came out, then Nintendo 64 came out, then the Xbox came out, and then the GameCube came out, and then there was PlayStation <laughs> 2, and all this stuff just kept coming out. Yeah, um, console generations were so short back then. I think it was oh, like three or four years, and now they're like 10 years. Oh, I know. <laughs> it was like, wow, yeah, how long has it been since the PS4 and stuff came out? Like six years or seven years or I think something it's, like that? Yeah, I think it's been like, like seven almost eight, eight years. Yeah. Yeah, that's nuts, man. It is. But it lasts a long at the time. same time, at the same time, there's not really much they can do to kind of keep pumping them out anymore, you know? They're yeah, yeah, kind of hitting the ceiling of yeah, things you can do. Yeah, for technology to catch up to stuff. Yeah, because like the only thing they really have now to like add to games is like ray tracing, which. Some people don't even <laughs> yeah. think is even worth it. People, but to be honest with you, and when we touch on Cyberpunk later, ray yeah. tracing is pretty sick, man. It really adds like a pretty crazy depth to the games. So the, the weird thing about that is for some reason, games seem to have it like one way or another. Like you, you can have 60 frames or you can have ray tracing. It seems to be an option. Yeah. And a lot well, of people that, like that, the 60 frames. <laughs> That's at least that that's the console uh yeah at least version consoles, of ray tracing yeah. at least yeah cuz PC you can put ray tracing on like I can put ray tracing on in Call of Duty and still get like yeah. over 100 frames so yeah um <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah PC master race yes not really though I, I'm not actually uh about right. that 
really. I didn't even not have yet a anyway. PC until like a year ago. So. <laughs> oh, dude, I didn't have a PC until three months ago. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I work in IT and I didn't have my own computer until <laughs> I, three I months ago. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> I know, right? Every time I would talk to people like at work, they'd ask me like what kind of computer I have. And I'm like, I don't have a computer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but do that. I finally, uh, I finally... Uh, I've been wanting to build a computer for a couple of years, but just like my life's been so hectic for the last like five years. Yeah, um, that's fair. And I finally, I finally got to a point where I could afford to build a dang <laughs> PC. But uh, right, that's how I was doing. And I, I managed the money. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all a money thing. I mean, you can build a PC uh, and not spend a ton of money, but um, I kind of went gonna... like. If you want one that's going to work yeah. with like big games nowadays, you kind of need to spend a little more. <laughs> right. And that's kind of why I decided to like go all out on mine to future proof yeah. it for a few years. Because, um, you know, I, I managed to get the the new 3080 graphics card, which is like still yeah. impossible to find. Yeah. I really don't know how I pulled that off, man. Yeah, I want to get that one. Was, I've been looking. I can't fucking find it ever. <laughs> dude, I, I got it back in October, too, back when like yeah, the hype wild. was like the thickest that dude. But I also like was hunting for like a week straight, like every day. Fair. Uh, just like I was at my computer, like aside from going to the gym and even at the gym, like I had like uh, alerts coming to my phone, like when things went in stock and like trying to buy them when I was at the gym. Nice. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but to, to go back to like just like the uh, kind of like what got us into gaming, um, I wanted to I actually wanted to bring up uh, I've had kind of like a, a tumultuous relationship with gaming <laughs> I, I don't know if you remember but I, there was like yeah. a time where i was like an edgelord about like anti-gaming i do weird, remember that yeah it was a weird phase <laughs> in my life i don't really know what that was about well i do know what it was about it was about i fucking suck at video games so <laughs> i was just like well if i can't beat them fuck them yeah that's fair <laughs> but uh that's funny. Those were some dark. Those were dark days in my life, though. So I was pretty edgy about everything. We, but I think we all were. So. I was gonna. I was just gonna say that. I'll, like our majority of our friend group was a uh, pretty big edge lords for a lot of high yeah. school and after that for a while. In our <laughs> our early twenties, yeah, we yeah. were pretty edgy about this and that, and yeah. uh, gaming was just the one thing that I was uh, an edge lord about. But uh, I got over it though. Whenever, uh, I don't remember what got me over it, but, um, something did. I just thought, I think I just realized it was a waste of time and energy to fucking care. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. I'm trying to think of, you got, didn't you get a PS4 for Final Fantasy Remake? Is that a thing? Yeah. Uh, so, um, I think what really, I think what really brought me back into gaming, um, well, yeah, I think what really brought me back into it was, uh, I want I would say Breath of the Wild, but because okay. I bought because I actually bought a Wii U and stuff to play that back when it released, um, right? Which is funny because I actually haven't beat that game yet. <laughs> it's a long um, game. Yeah, it's a I lot just, of stuff I to haven't, do. I haven't beaten it yet. I'm thinking about actually uh, picking it up and maybe streaming my the rest of my playthrough, but. Um, but I think really what brought it back was actually Monster Hunter World was what uh, yeah kind of because I I bought an Xbox One S so I could play Monster Hunter World because um, obviously you and I and a couple of our other friends went through a pretty hefty Monster Hunter phase <laughs> back many, on the PSP many hours, yeah <laughs> dude 
so much time spending at your house. You're and uh, just all covering that couch, just playing Monster Hunter. <laughs> Dude, we would pull like all nighters, like every other fucking week, yep. playing that game. I think my one save file had like seven or eight hundred hours in it, or something. Yeah, like just something insane, man. But, yep. Uh, so like when Monster Hunter World came out, because I had played some of the other Monster Hunters between, because we were playing Monster Hunter Freedom Unite. Yeah, uh, on PSP, and I had played some between then and Monster Hunter World. Like, uh, I played a lot of the one on uh, DS. I played with you and a uh, couple, like Joe and my brother. I forget which one yeah, it was. I don't was, know if it was Monster was for, Hunter X or something. That was for you, I think. And then we had um, Generations, which I think was X. Uh, yeah, I think that was the one because um, we would play online together um, yeah. on the DS. I played a decent amount of that one. Um, and I played one that came out on the Wii U, but that one kind of sucked because there was like <laughs> odd, underwater mechanics that were just straight garbage. Dude. Yeah, Monster Hunter um, Three was uh, rough. <laughs> yeah, the one where you had to, the one where the flagship monster was that one that swims underwater. Yeah, the I forget the name of it. Yeah, dude, that thing was such a pain in the ass to fight. Yep. It was so awful. I didn't really like. But, Underwater in those games is terrible. I'm glad they didn't bring it back. <laughs> yeah, I'm very glad they didn't bring it back like at all. But uh, I am very excited yeah, so for I, the new one, Monster Hunter Rise. Yeah, I can't wait. Right? Yeah. So I think Monster Hunter is really what brought me back into it, and then mm. um, I started watching some E3s again, and then like Final Fantasy VII Remake was coming up, and then I bought a PS4 Pro so I could play that. What a good fucking um, game that is. <laughs> oh, I know. I oh thought it God. was great. Yeah, um, I thought it was fantastic. But uh, I also bought it because uh, Ghost of Tsushima was coming out as well. And yes. uh, that was a game I had seen on E3. So I was like, all right, I got to get a, you know. And really what it came down to was also, it wasn't really so much also that I sucked at games. Because like, I'm actually not bad. I mostly just suck at FPS. But like even Call of Duty recently, I've been doing pretty well. I think there was a match nice. recently where I went like, I went like 22 and 2 or something. So Very nice. <laughs> never, my past self would never believe that I could pull that off. But uh, it's just one of those things where also like if I play a game, like I'll get consumed in it and like I'll play it for five hours. I guess so that. like so <laughs> I'm like so it's, it's like all or nothing for me where I'm like I don't want a game because I know if I fire it up, I'm not going to want to <laughs> stop for like four right. hours, you know. So it's it's funny because I was thinking about like the the past in gaming because when we were kids like you would have like one or two games like a year that i would have or like would be able to buy and so those games would get so many hours put into them and just you would just obliterate those games and now there's a game coming out like every month that i like want to get so it's just i feel like i play a game i I feel like i don't get to finish any games anymore because i feel like that i put a lot of hours into it and then a new one comes out and i'm like well i want to play this and i forget about it i'm just don't know what to do <laughs> yeah i mean i understand that to like a team my, my guy like i i because i was doing playthroughs of uh playthrough videos of assassin's creed valhalla but i haven't touched it ever since cyberpunk <laughs> came out right. i've just been playing cyberpunk and um but yeah i definitely agree there like I'm sure there was a lot of games coming out, but like you said, we were kids. So, it, you yeah. know, whether or not we got a game was dependent on if our parents Go bought it for it us, which whatever, yeah. I pretty much only, yeah, I pretty much only ever got games like at Christmas and like birthdays. Yeah. Like, that same. was the only time. And I would get like one, you know, it yeah. wasn't like I got like four games for Christmas. It was like my brother and I would each get one, you know? Right. <laughs> so like, I remember, but, uh, I remember getting, um, 
I remember getting my N64 and I got like a Donkey Kong 64 like edition. So it came with Donkey Kong 64. But that was the only game I got like for like the next year. So I just like destroyed that game. <laughs> uh, I knew that game inside and out. And now, like I said, there's just, I, I don't even get to finish games anymore. I feel like <laughs> it's just wild. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, that's, I guess that's being an adult and you can afford your own stuff. So like, true. cause like, yeah, that was like, um, I, and actually I'm surprised I didn't bring this up yet, but, uh, uh, actually one of the probably most influential, uh, things for me was, uh, actually I had a Game Boy pocket when I was like, nice, <laughs> probably like 10, probably 10 years old at a Game Boy pocket. One of those super sick back when Nintendo put out cool consoles. It was like yeah. a clear Game Boy Pocket, you know. Yeah, I wish they would do that awesome. now. I had to, I had to mod my Switch to make it a clear shell. So, <laughs> right, <laughs> had to actually Which take it really apart cool. and put a. It, it is really cool. It was a fun project, but I wish they would just put those out stock. But right, um, but um, Pokemon, man, um, yeah, dude, I <laughs> I played Pokemon into the dirt you know, on, on my little Game Boy Pocket, man. <sighs> yeah, I definitely, uh, I definitely did that for the Pokemon silver it's it's weird because I I really liked I had blue and I beat that and then I really liked silver I beat the shit out of that game and then I like I, I like lost interest in Pokemon until like yeah X and Y came back out <laughs> like the okay. 3d games yeah I, don't know I mean why. that's kind I of the same didn't go back to it I mean it just gets kind of repetitive I yeah. mean and also kind of like you said we got older and were able to go buy Xbox 360s whenever we yeah. wanted or PlayStation 4s whenever we wanted. And so like the, I feel like the, you know, the Nintendo kind of handheld got put on the back burner, Fair. but, uh, cause I was kind of the same way. Like I play the crap out of red and blue and out of yellow and out of gold. Um, and I also played a lot of, uh, Ruby and Sapphire as well. Um, and I think whatever one came out after Ruby and Sapphire, I think I played a decent amount of. Um, but I don't remember what came out after those ones. Um, but after um, that... I think Diamond and Pearl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I played some Diamond and Pearl. And then like after that, I kind of fell off until okay. Sword and Shield came out. So, um, Which I really like Sword and Shield a lot. It's kind of like polarizing. Like either people yeah. either really liked it or really kind of hated it. But... I like it I, for me. Yeah, I think for me it was just because I hadn't played a a mainline Pokemon game in like I don't even know how long, almost <laughs> a decade probably. So it was almost like brand new for me. Right. Um, so for someone like me, it was like a new game and it was really fun. So yeah, I really I just really liked the new stuff they added to it with the the like raid battles you can do with your friends. Yeah, that was cool stuff. I really enjoyed that a lot. And now they uh. Announced Pokemon Snap two coming out, and I'm excited for that. <laughs> yeah, I see, I did see that recently that uh, they're putting another Pokemon Snap uh, out. That's actually kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, man, games like that have like I have like such nostalgia, man. Because like like Agreed. I said, my one buddy, he was like my best friend back in elementary school. Like, um, he he had all those games, and I remember, I just remember like playing them at his house and like <laughs> trying to like unlock all these secrets that you could get through like finding out like because he had like a nintendo power subscription so right. like he had like <laughs> you know all the because that this was back before like a lot of the internet yeah. you know um 
a lot of limited Before access YouTube. to the internet. <laughs> right, yeah, or even just like or even game facts. Yeah, Anybody out there remembers game facts? Oh my god. I used to use that site all the time. Same. For walkthroughs <laughs> and stuff. Oh man. I actually forgot all about it until just now, but man. <laughs> Yeah, the game internet facts. was definitely a different place back then. Oh man, the internet was such a great place back then. It was. <laughs> now it's awful. The so. internet is straight trash now, dude. Yep. It's so bad. <laughs> uh, That's so funny. But true. But yeah, yeah, man. So like, I love that stuff. Like all the, uh, th- it made gaming so much more like whimsical back then. Mm-hmm. Like, remember when there was all those rumors about like Pokemon where you could like get Mew from pushing that truck out of the yep. way, like. <laughs> Dude, oh, I loved all that stuff, man. Even though none of it was ever true. Yeah. It was just so fun. Like There was like the missing that... no and stuff like that. That was yeah, just like was a just... glitch. <laughs> it was so fun having all that wonder and like, because hmm. now there's really not much just not much like that anymore. There's like Easter eggs here and there, yeah. but there's nothing like crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can't really hide things anymore in games. Yeah, which is kind of weird because like, you look at like Ghost of Tsushima and the fucking world is massive in that game. Like, God. But, and it's like, you'd think that they could hide stuff very easily, but like, (laughs) right. I mean, and I'm sure they do. Cause I mean, I see articles all the time that are like players of this game discovered this secret 15 years after the game came out. (laughs) It's like, so who knows what they have hidden in there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, I don't know. Gaming was definitely something that I really enjoyed when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, I think, I think really for me, like I preferred like the single player aspect of it the most when I was younger, which is why when like the multiplayer aspect kind of took hold with everybody, I kind of fell off. Cause like I'm like old school, man. Like I can go black, I can go back and play Chrono Trigger like, four times a year or something and (laughs) like love it every time and uh but i mean don't get me wrong a lot of the new games coming out are great but like i feel like a lot of people play a lot of people who like are gamers like play only play like like, Fortnite and like (laughs) overwatch and like all these like multiplayer games which is fine it's just not really for me you know i feel like playstation is still the one holding up the uh single player games that's really good I feel like they're always what, coming. What out was that? Those. I feel like PlayStation is really the one that's kind of holding down, like the single player market. Like they're yeah, some they're of always the... releasing good single player stuff. Where like Xbox has like all the shooters and stuff, and like PC. Yeah, like Gears of War and Halo and and all yeah. that. Which I mean, I I'm pretty sure Gears of War has a decent single player campaign. I've yeah, never played Gears of War, so I mean, even I Halo has you, a decent uh... single player campaign. But yeah, I mean, people I, really play it for the like, multiplayer. Hey, Halo 2 had like kind of pretty iconic campaign to be honest right. with you. Um I think the first one did too. Um first one had but, a neat twist uh, no one really saw and stuff. It was really cool. <laughs> yeah, man. So uh yeah, so uh you know, despite my uh falling off <laughs> in like my early 20s, I you know, I guess we both kind of been gaming for God, over lives, 20 really. years, yeah. 20 years, over 20 years. That's, mm-hmm. that's fucked up. It's a long time. <laughs> it's funny. Cause like back before multiplayer was such a big thing, like obviously pretty much everything was single player, but then when that took off, 
got really big into shooting games and I was pretty much played nothing but like Halo competitively. Yeah. Like I played Gears of War for a while. But and then I kind of dropped off. I feel like I got so burnt out of just gaming in general because of that. Because it was like all I was doing. There was a good yeah. year or two where I kind of didn't play games. But then yeah. I got really big into fighting games. And then. Mm, right. That, yeah. Yeah. That's right. That really took over my life for a few years, too. And I still play fighting games. Brought they're still some of my in. favorites. But okay. um, it really turned things around and got me to look at other stuff because I was just big into shooters and it brought me to fighting games and I looked back to like the old platformers and it kind of brought me back into like the single player stuff. Like I was, I was really big into multiplayer, but now I love, I like, I love fucking like Ghost of Tsushima is incredible. Uh, Final Fantasy remake was incredible. Um, Spider-Man PS4 was incredible. Like all these, all these crazy good, uh, single player games that I'm glad still get made. <laughs> yeah, I am too. Um, I, cause I am definitely, um, mostly because of like playing games like Chrono Trigger at a young age. I'm very, uh, like RPG and kind of yes. like action adventure forward more than like FPS and other games. Um, so I really like role playing games and, uh, uh, you know, action adventure, um, which usually have aspects of role playing, like leveling yeah. and skill systems like Ghost of Tsushima did. Hmm. It was more of an action adventure game, but it still had RPG elements to it. Um, so um, and yeah, actually they, they get put into like everything anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like you mean like skill systems yeah, like and skill like RPG elements in general? Yeah. 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 Um, actually, one of my other favorite games, which is funny, um, uh, probably in my top like three uh Sekiro is like one of my oh, favorite games game. and uh that was the first uh from software game i ever played i never played any of the other dark souls or anything you should man um, you should play dark souls 3 at least i feel like i feel like you would that's love that game. that's what i that's what i've heard people said that if you really like uh um Sekiro to play dark souls 3 and uh bloodborne yeah. as well um so because i absolutely love Sekiro. Like, oh my god! I just remember all the like controversy around that game. You remember that <laughs> when everybody <laughs> wanted hard. like an everybody wanted an easy mode, right? And I was like, dude, I- I'm like the definition of a casual gamer, and I can beat this <laughs> game. So, <laughs> right? Oh god, we had so many just amongst friends and other people conversations about how why it should or shouldn't do it. it was I wild. know <laughs> it was, it was. I mean, it was pretty split too, actually. Yeah. I think it was really only like me, you, and like Sean who really cared about that <laughs> scenario yeah, for the most part. True, yeah. um, I don't really think too many other because uh, I remember just definitely me, you, me, you, and Sean definitely talked about a lot, that yeah. scenario all the time. But yep. I'm glad they didn't. Uh, I'm glad they didn't bend the knee on that and didn't yeah, have an too. easy mode. Like I'm a firm believer that if if you can't play it, it's not the game for you. Go yeah. on, move on to something else. You yeah. know, like. Not every like, game is for everybody, you know? Like, I, I suck at first-person shooters, and I play it to try to get better, but I'm not going to be like, hey, you know, you need to a- put something into Call of Duty that makes it easier for me to be better online against other people. Like, right. that's not how it works, <laughs> you know? Right, and those games, like, it's a FromSoft game, which are all notoriously difficult games. Like, right. you know what you're getting into, and if you don't, like you said, like, it's obviously not going to be for you if you don't like that kind of stuff. And if the 
if the people who created the game want it to be a difficult experience, then that's just how it's going to be. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, actually, I played through about eighty percent of that game on like hard mode because, nice. like, <laughs> before I even before I even, I think I might have beat the first boss, uh, the guy on the horse. Yeah. Um, and after that, I found the bell demon curse. And oh. <laughs> that, and like I had the bell demon curse on from after beating that first boss through the whole rest of the game. Yeah, so you like did give I basically a hard mode. I basically <laughs> basically played it on hard mode the whole way. Yep. Like I fought uh, Genichiro the first time on top of uh, Ashina Castle with that right. fucking bell demon. But it made it such a great experience because like it also makes it so enemies drop rarer items. Yeah. So like whenever it came time for me to go upgrade stuff, like I always had everything I, I needed because because <laughs> enemies <laughs> were dropping like rare, rare stuff more often. So that's really but, funny. Uh, yeah, dude. Sekiro. I love that game, man. It was so good. It's a cool. Cool story about Sekiro. Um, I was actually our friend Nick Spazito. Uh, I've been going over to his house for a while and I had I let him borrow my Sekiro copy okay and yeah i was watching him play and stuff and it's a really fun game to watch people play <laughs> like uh them experiencing that stuff and he had a lot of fun with that game and he he ended up beating it that's one of the games where like in all dark souls games it's like this but for some reason in Sekiro, it's even more so that i feel like the bosses in that game are so like punishing that like when you eventually do beat them it feels like amazing <laughs> oh dude I know. Dude, when I first beat Lady Butterfly in that game, right. dude, it's probably like the biggest victory I've ever felt in a video game in my mm. entire life. So like, and you know, and I kind of one of my arguments for like the like the easy mode type of or like normal hard easy is like I would play it on like normal. I probably wouldn't do easy. Yeah. But like I would play it on normal and it probably wouldn't be as hard and it would probably still be fun. But, you know, maybe it's an egotistical thing, but I like knowing that it's a challenging game and not everybody's going to be able to beat it. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, f- I just feel like the the accomplishment and like the victory feels so much better when it's a challenge, obviously. So, right. And I a like challenge that you have uh, a challenge that you have no choice to like change. Like you yeah. can't go like, all right, uh, you go know, play through the first mini boss. But like, all right, this is too hard. I'm going to start over and put it on easy mode. Right. You know, um, so just the, the fact that there's no temptation um, and actually to mirror the mirror off your point where you said it's a fun game to watch. Um, we also kind of live in a world where like if a game isn't for you, but you're interested in it, yeah, then you can just go watch somebody play it on Twitch. Yeah. And <laughs> that's know? awesome. Like if you're interested in the lore behind the game and you want to see it, you can watch somebody play it on Twitch if you aren't good enough at it or you don't want to get good enough at it. Right. You know, I, I grinded really hard to get like good at that game. Like, you know, yeah. like <laughs> I played a lot and died a lot to get good at that game. So, um, as, as is the from soft life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I understand that people don't want to put that much time into a video game, but yeah, just go play something else, you know, yeah. <laughs> go play, go play Neo or something, which I think is also pretty hard, but yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, that's, it's funny you actually bring that game up because that is one of the games that I haven't played and don't particularly want to play, but I am interested in it enough to where I've watched like streamers play through the whole thing. So mm, okay, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know too much about it. Um, I just know that it's like another 
the kind of samurai ninja type yeah, scenario. It's, it's more or less just Dark Souls, but like more Japanese. <laughs> so Sekiro, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's Sekiro, but it's like there's crazy, like it's it's way more like over the top. Okay, stuff. so even more like mythical type stuff. Yeah, than, it's more okay. anime. <laughs> ah, okay. It's more it's more weeb. Gotcha. Yeah, definitely, definitely more weeby. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's still but, pretty uh, cool. So yeah, Sekiro, and I'm actually kind of surprised at that one game of the year last year. I'm very right? surprised that it won game of the year. I mean, I think it deserves it, but oh I yeah, just, me too. Like, after all the like, I guess you could call it controversy around the game. Um, you know, I'm surprised it won, but uh, not well. I'm not surprised in the fact that it's not a good game. I'm just surprised that like because it's so hard, you know. Right, people voted for it. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, uh, yeah, and. Oh god, what a game game. I mean, between Sekiro and Dark Souls 3, they're they're both like right. Though I can't choose which one I like more. That's why I think you'd really like Dark Souls 3. Cuz it's just it's like it's it has the parry stuff that Sekiro has if you want to do that. But okay. um it's more obviously like an action RPG than anything else. It's more Gotcha. I think you'd like it cuz there's way more like variety to it. There's way mm. more customization you have a ton yeah. of armor sets tons of weapons and stuff like that the pvp is fun because you can just troll people <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i, I kind of heard that was one of the main complaints people had with sekiro was it didn't have as much like customization as uh yeah as dark souls but it's a different right. game diff- different ips so. yeah i really i love the way the wolf looked i think he's cool so it didn't bother me <laughs> oh dude that the character design in that game was like top notch oh yeah like they took like all the best aspects of like Japanese lore and just like killed it and like oh yeah definitely so yeah that game is amazing and uh i really am looking forward to Elden Ring now um cuz i guess that's <laughs> if it ever to, comes out <laughs> if it ever even if we ever even get any other information yeah, about it other we got than one like one trailer a, and then that's one it. little yeah one little screen cap trailer of like yeah. a fucking hill or yeah. something like, <laughs> Got like and that a was weird what CG trailer for that showed nothing. <laughs> and that was what, like three years ago or something. Yeah, that was two or three E3s ago. I can't remember. But yeah, we've heard nothing I mean, since. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm sure I'm sure it will probably just get like dumped on. Like eventually they'll just dump all that info about it on us. But oh, yeah, I would It'll really like eventually. to hear more about it because. I'd be interested to see, you know, how much, if any, like Sekiro mechanics they, because I've heard they're supposed to be adding like mechanics from all their games into it or something. Yeah, hopefully. So, I mean, with FromSoft, I can't remember the guy who uh, makes the Dark Souls games himself, but with him and George R. R. Martin doing like the story and stuff like that, it's going to be pretty crazy, I feel like. So. <laughs> yeah, it should be pretty nutty because it's going to be open world too, right? Yeah, I believe so. Man, I don't know. <laughs> I've been hearing a lot of like I've been hearing a lot of people complain about open world games, especially with uh, like the cyberpunk fiasco. But I love yeah. open world games, dude. It's it's funny because I I do like open world games. I just feel like a lot of open world games are samey. They are. I can agree with you there. But Sekiro or not Sekiro, um, Ghost of Tsushima kind of turned that around for me. I feel like. That game did have a lot of the same things that most games do, but I feel like their world was built 
so well that like yes. no matter where I was in the game or what I was doing, I was always entertained. There weren't large portions of like like you're moving around in the or you're running from place to place on your horse. And I feel like even in games like Breath of the Wild, which when I played that I, I really liked, but there were points where you're moving place to place where there was kind of nothing happening. Yeah, like there right. were large sections with no enemies and stuff, but there was always something to do in Sekiro, whether it was, or God, I keep saying Sekiro, in Ghost of Tsushima, <laughs> uh, whether it was like a new waypoint, like a fox uh, shrine, or a new right. like a wood cho- or a bamboo chopping thing, or like a hidden whatever, and enemies running by and stuff like that. There was always something to do, and the world was just incredibly fun to explore. And it had been a long time, I feel like, since I had had that. Like, Spider-Man PS4 did that pretty well, too. But I think Ghost of Tsushima yeah. has done it the best out of, like, any open-world game I've ever played. Yeah, I agree. It was... Uh, dude, the world building in that game was just so, like, beautiful. Like, yeah. oh, my God, dude. Just, like, the scenery was so good in that game. <laughs> um, it's It's crazy to me because I played that game on a base PS4 and it still yeah. looked incredible. Like I was in the oh, really? so much just oh, taking yeah. pictures and stuff. Like I, I can't imagine what that, well, I have seen it, what it looks like on PS5 and stuff. And it looks insane. <laughs> dude, It looked really good on PS4 pro. Right. Dude. And I was playing it on like a 70 inch 4k TV. <laughs> Hell that yeah. was, it was an experience. I'll tell you that. I bet. Dude, I, I would stay up until like, well, I would stay up pretty late playing that game, but honestly, Final Fantasy VII remake, dude. That I pulled a I pulled a couple all nighters playing that game. Honestly, <laughs> that game hit really different for me, like in a good way. Like I love Final Fantasy VII. I think it's a lot of people give. I don't know. People try to be edgy or whatever, but they talk shit on Final Fantasy VII, even though it's like it was like a revolutionary game when it came out. Oh, uh, there's no. It's objectively revolutionary. Like, yeah, actually. Yeah, objectively, it is revolutionary. Like, yes, everybody it was like the says first it is. 3D so. RPG and stuff. But, um, right. Final Fantasy VII Remake was something I didn't think was going to be good. Like, I didn't expect it to be good. I was like, oh, they're really? just going to, this is going to just be a weird hack and slash version of this game that I, I used to like. And, like, I wasn't a huge fan of Final Fantasy VII. I think it was good. But the, Final Fantasy VII Remake was just incredible. <laughs> like, that game blew yeah, me away. Dude. Visually, it looks... It's one of the most impressive visually-looking games I've ever played. And... Dude, it looks... The combat looks is so, so fun. good. Yeah. It's it astounding. so good. Like, yeah. the combat that, in that dude, game is so fucking fun. I loved it so much. It was very fun. It, and I was, like, kind of worried it'd be, like... I kind of was afraid that like I wouldn't end up beating it because I would like not feel like learning the new like battle mechanics and stuff. But it really wasn't that hard to pick up and learn like at all. Because when they when they announced it, they're like, "Yeah, you you have to like switch between your characters and all this stuff." And I was like, "Dude, that sounds like (laughs) such a pain in the ass." And it really wasn't bad at all. No, yeah, they Um, they they ease you into it really well and teach you things. Yeah, and like speaking of that game, like I was so worried when they announced that too like the battle system because i don't like i didn't like final fantasy 13 14 or 15 <laughs> like i don't yeah oh, right. four, 14 never mind 14 14 is like the the mmo that has nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah right but yeah i didn't like uh 13 13 part 2 or final fantasy 15 because they have the the weird hack and slash 
mechanics. Yeah, right. So I was like, this is going to be that, and I'm not going to like it. But the way they implemented it was just way better than I could have ever imagined. <laughs> well, I feel like they kind of did it in uh, did it in vein of Crisis Core because Crisis Core yeah. did it really well too. Um, Which that's is the like, game I'm currently playing. You are, <laughs> it's so you good. are. It's uh, it, it's honestly probably one of the most underrated Final Fantasy games. I think. Um, oh, I completely. I don't agree. think I hear anybody ever talk about that game. Um, I even like forget about. It. Like I played it <laughs> years ago back yeah. on the PSP, but I even forget about it. But um, like outside of before Final Fantasy VII remake came out, which is now my favorite Final Fantasy game, Crisis Core was my favorite one. So. Okay, <laughs> nice, nice. There's actually, I think you might have posted about, it, but like uh, Sony recently trademarked a bunch of like random Final Fantasy oh, yeah. uh, titles or something. So. Yeah, with like the first soldier and like a uh, crisis. There's something. Yeah, there's Can't some remember. like speculation that it could be like a Crisis Core remaster or remake. Uh, um, I just just give me a port at least. Dude, <laughs> I would love it. Imagine if they like put the time in and like remade it like Final Fantasy VII for like fucking PlayStation uh, Four. <laughs> <laughs> Take all my money! <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, man. And uh, honestly, I can't wait to see. Uh, you know, the story in Final Fantasy VII was a little confusing and convoluted, um, yeah. but it, it all kind of came together at the end, which I think is what they were intending yeah. for you not really to know what was going on, and then it all kind of culminated yeah. at the end. Are you talking about the um, remake or the original? The remake, the okay, remake. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because the story in the original one's pretty straightforward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I kind of like how they're doing it, and kind of spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't played the game yet. Yeah. Um, maybe just like skip past this part for a little bit, but um, just like kind of how they decided to do like time travel, where Sephiroth is like coming back in time. Yeah, it's to he's try like, to like stop them <laughs> from killing him. It's kind of right? cool, in my opinion. I, it's so funny because like. I know a bunch of people who have played Final Fantasy Remake and hate it because of that. Because they're like, I just wanted like a shot for shot like a remake or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, I like this way better than just like the shot for shot remake. Like, right. the, the just the idea of like Crisis Core, uh, or not Crisis Core, Advent Children like Sephiroth, like coming back in time to keep himself alive. Well, it's just super and that's cool to me. That's kind of what I mean, though, because like a shot for shot remake would be kind of lame because it would just yeah. then it would just be two game two of the same game. But yeah. the way they did it now is they're they're the two of the same games that exist parallel to one another. Yeah. So like there's actually like a really good like uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but there's like a really good PDF out there of like that shows like the whole timeline of like Final Fantasy seven crisis core like. Oh, nice. You know, Advent Children, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and how they all right. tie together. Hmm. And it's pr- it's crazy. Like, And it's just kind of cool that they were able to like keep the original storyline, make a new one that incorporates the old storyline right. in a way that they can rewrite the story for the new one. So I'm kind of excited to see how they progress the story in the, you know, the subsequent games. Right. I saw, um, actually saw a theory one of the YouTube guys I watch, where he was talking about one of the things that was trademarked um, might be like the the name of the next part of like Remake 2 or whatever. Yeah, I could, did see that too. Yeah, it could be because 
again spoilers, but at the end they kind of they allude to like Zach being alive still. Yeah, like, right. From when he from when he originally dies, and that could be, it could be like a game about what happens after that, or like it kind of changes things up so that he's like the first soldier instead of like Sephiroth or whatever, like hmm. changing things or the first uh, yeah first soldier, which would be interesting. But yeah, I'm just I glad know. he's back. He's my favorite character. But yeah, I was to say, I think I think a lot of people really like Zach. So yeah, he's very um, popular. So I wouldn't be surprised if they found a way for him to play a, a larger role in the the main Final Fantasy VII title, right? Because uh, people really like that character. So yeah, he's he's a fantastic character. Play through Crisis Core again has made me just reminded me of all the reasons why I really like him. But <laughs> it's funny talking about that too because. I've never been one to really like Cloud. I always thought he was like a really bland, kind of boring character. But Final Fantasy VII Remake made me really like him. Dude, they <laughs> rewrote they rewrote him so well. Right. Like, they actually gave him character development in this game. Like, he started out being just like an asshole right. soldier. <laughs> and then he ends up like actually caring about all his new friends. So right. like... And I cared about him. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I mean, it helps that the voice acting in that game was oh. like... Phenomenal. Unreal. Yeah. Like, unreal. Like, Definitely so on par good. with like one of the best I've ever heard. So Yeah. Yeah, that game was really fun. Um the music was amazing. The music was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> um I actually recently watched a video where someone talked about uh how like almost no like track in that game is like used more than once or something like that. Yeah. I think like, I remember seeing a post about that where like everything, everything in that game, like throughout it is unique pretty much. Yeah. Like every like battle has a different yeah. mix of the battle soundtrack or a different, you know, fight uh, track yeah. in general. Um, but actually, man, I don't know what it is about the song, but the, the uh, theme from slums sector five, mm. I don't know. That song is so good, man. Like, There's all the so much music in that game is fantastic. I everything about it that that is the like pinnacle of just like games in general. I feel like I feel like they spent so many years making this game, and it was so worth it, dude. Where, where you it, look at like Cyberpunk, which we'll get to, like very yeah, opposite and, situation, uh, dude. I know because like Final <laughs> Fantasy VII came out, and it was like perfect yeah. like i don't think i ran into any issues in that game yeah um you know and there were people obviously out there that were like if i go up really close to this door the textures look like crap <laughs> yeah. on the door i'm like dude who fucking cares right like yeah you're not playing this game to look at the fucking door up close like right? go enjoy the stuff that actually looks good like the reason it's bad texture is because you're supposed to run by it and see it for two seconds like right <laughs> people <laughs> were literally complaining about anything these days yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> a game can't just be like perfect or flawless. People gotta fun, just complain about something. And obviously, it's not like a perfect game, but it's, well, no, I mean, not, nothing yeah. is perfect, literally. But like, yeah. it was as perfect as you could get, like yeah. as close to perfect as you could get, in my opinion, because I didn't have any bugs, nothing. I mean, I, yeah. I guess I can, but then you know, it's tough because it's it's that whole like I didn't experience person it, so it doesn't person, exist. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like yeah, but. uh but I don't really think I saw many complaints other than like people complaining about those poor textures in some of the areas. Yeah. But, and like everyone I know who's played that game 
Oh, just about. Not not everyone, but like ninety percent of the people I talked to who play that game didn't have any problems and just like loved it. So <laughs> right, but it's like it's like okay, uh, the door texture sucks, but then uh, okay, you get up into the top of Shinra, the Shinra building, and you can see all of Midgar, and it looks amazing. I know, right? God, it's such a gorgeous like, game. It's like you gotta like you gotta weigh the you know the the pros and cons here, like. When you get into the top of Midgar Tower or Shinra Tower, and Midgar looks amazing when you look out the window, you know, giving us a view of what we never really saw from the original, you know, like right. we didn't really get to see Midgar in that type of light in the because they just didn't have the technology. And yeah, now we, like, can, we can see just like what it all looks like in real time while you're running through these, you know, areas. And yeah, it's just, uh, it just was really good, and uh, just to go back to Ghost of Tsushima too, that game had very little problems too. There were a few bugs oh, yeah. here and there, but like nothing super serious. Yeah, um, I think I think I ran into like one, maybe two little bugs, and it was nothing that really mattered. <laughs> the one I had was just hilarious to me, and it only happened once. But there was a bug where, um, you know, when you go into like the ghost mode, you can like cut off people's heads. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. From behind. I cut off a dude's head and his body fell to the ground and he started crawling away. Like, <laughs> well, his head was cut off and I had to like backstab him. I was like, oh my God. Amazing. Dude, <laughs> bugs like that are just like, I love the stuff like that. It's just right? funny. Like, but uh, yeah, the only bugs I really experienced in that game were like the falling bugs, you know, because the jumping mechanics Ooh, were kind of yeah, weird. Yeah. Like, if you couldn't jump somewhere, you would just like fall. Yeah. Like you do that like weird falling animation perpetually, yep. but yep. <laughs> luckily they, they, they set like some kind of timeout for it. Cause like if you were in that animation for too long, it would just like black the screen out and set you back to where yeah, you were. True. So it wasn't like a, Oh, I got to reload my save now. Cause I'm stuck here perpetually. So that was kind of nice. Yeah. And I've had other games like that, like in dark souls where I've run into, falling glitches where I fall and then you just die because you're falling for too long and then you have to yeah. get sent back to your checkpoint. I'm like, fuck. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's kind of a game breaking glitch. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, but. I guess if we're on the subject of glitches, we can move on to the big hot <laughs> issue yeah. of the, of the end of last year and the beginning of this year. Yeah, the um, old cyberpunk, the old cyberpunk. And we have a kind of a, not, I wouldn't say unique, but maybe unique and kind of a beneficial uh, scenario here where I've been able to play it on a very powerful gaming PC. Um, it, almost as powerful as you can get, pretty much. Um, and you played it on, what did you play it on? Uh, base PS4. <laughs> base PS4, all right. Yeah, like the lowest you can get, pretty much, for the most part. So you got the <laughs> first-hand experience from the base PS4, and I got the experience from you know, a pretty powerful computer. Right. So. It was definitely something. <laughs> I like for the first, I don't know, like hour or so of that game where you do like the first real mission with like Jackie and stuff. Yeah. Right. Him. I didn't have mm -hmm. any problems. Like it didn't, nothing really happened wrong. But as soon as that uh, mission ended, or it was maybe it was during that mission, when you uh, are going to find the, the chick who's like in the ice. Like in the top yeah, yeah, yeah. the first time. Mm -hmm. I got to the part where that would happen and like her body just wasn't there, like in the tub. Oh, and so really? I couldn't like it like no cutscene or anything would happen. So and that happened like three times in a row and I had to like keep resetting to, oh, <laughs> until wow. that came until that showed up. And then 
at one point during that, when you go out to the roof, this is just the one area too. Uh, <laughs> when you go out to the roof and there's like uh, like drones or whatever out there yeah. looking for you, like yeah. cop stuff. I had they like landed to take her body, and the one ship just like disappeared. That was like <laughs> taking her, and they they just like lifted her into nothing, and they just disappeared. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but that was just in like my first like hour and a half of playing the game. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. What the uh, so um. Glitch wise, um, I feel like glitches are if they don't break the game, they're not that serious. I yeah. think the most serious thing was frame rate. People were what kind of were you seeing really bad frame rate Ooh, yeah. on the base PS4? As soon as I got out into like the actual like world, like being yeah. able to do stuff on my own, drive the car and stuff. Yeah. My frame rate was dropping to like fifteen frames. <laughs> oh, it was man. rough. It was chugging. <laughs> it was it was pretty terrible. And then yeah. it was like there were like cars that would go by and just like they would just stop and then they would start like sinking into the ground. <laughs> it, was, it was so weird. Uh, but yeah, the frame it was definitely terrible. Okay. I didn't have play. You... I didn't play a ton of that game just because it was so hard to play. Have you tried to revisit it after some of the patches they put out? I haven't. You haven't? Okay. No, I haven't. Um, I'd be interested to find out how that is for you because I've heard that the they've already put two or three patches out for it. Yeah. Um, and I guess they have greatly improved it on console. Um, oh, that's good. And I guess they're supposed to be putting out like a, like a bigger patch than the ones they put out um, over the last you know month and a half. And then after that, they're supposed to put out like a big main patch um, within like the first uh, quarter of the year. Right. So I really, I kind of just really hope um well, first, first off, so my experience with it on PC has yeah. been average, average to good. Um, oh, that's like, because because I, I played it from like day one, like it released on December tenth, and I played it on December tenth, and I, Dude. and I don't know if this is just like a PC versus console thing, but like, frame rate aside, like I didn't experience like any glitches whatsoever. Oh yeah, the. The see, uh, from what at least from what I've watched, like the the big most of the glitches are on console. Like okay, there's definitely still say, a decent amount on PC, but there's way more on console. Yeah, because like <laughs> the only the only the first glitch that I ran into playing it on PC in the first like five hours I played it was there was a homeless guy lying on the well he was supposed to be lying on the ground but he was like floating like <laughs> a foot above the ground nice <laughs> but so that was like the that was like the worst glitch I saw within the first five hours of playing. Um, and then there was a couple of times where the classic like T pose while I was driving happened, Yeah, but it wouldn't even happen for like a consistent period of time. It would just like flash a couple of times and then go away. Right. So, but like I never saw any, cause I would, I would, I heard about people like NPCs would just like T pose and like walk around yep. and T pose, <laughs> which honestly is kind of funny given yes. like the, the context of that game where people are loaded up with like cybernetics and stuff yeah. like i guess Basically it's possible <laughs> that their bodies could glitch and do that out of nowhere true in the context of that world so <laughs> yeah that's a good way to look at it that's so funny. like is it really immersion breaking when that happens or is it more immersion when that happens <laughs> ah, it's more real <laughs> <laughs> so but so i didn't really run into any glitches and then as far as frame rate goes um 
I kind of struggled with it until, well, I struggled with it because, first of all, like the first five hours I played it, I streamed it. And right. my computer, just despite how powerful it is, could not handle running that game and it's also streaming, streaming yeah. it at the same time. It's very intensive. Like, I was only able to get like 30 frames a second while streaming, which right. I guess is still pretty good in comparison yeah, to like consoles. That's what PCs have, <laughs> or not PCs, uh, consoles run at that. So. Right. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like you're getting like 15 frames, yeah. and like I, I was at least was sitting <laughs> at like 30 to 40 frames, like. I would hit I would dip down to 30 like in like the bolt like the heart of Night City but then like in like less populated areas I would be around 40. Right. Um and if I'm not streaming, which I haven't streamed, I gave up on like make content for that game cuz it was so big and dude, yeah. <laughs> I, I would just I've already put like 100 hours into the game and to like try to like stress myself out about like recording all that and editing all that. I was like, you know what? Yep. <laughs> Since I'm so new to this YouTube thing, I'm just going to skip. I'm sure Cyberpunk would have been a good game to help try to get me some viewers and some subscribers, but man, it was just too much for me to like stress out about. So, yeah, maybe um, try the next popular game that's not like insanely yeah, right, long right. and big. <laughs> but uh, when I'm not streaming um, and I use like uh, NVIDIA's, uh, they have like the GeForce Experience application. Right. Um, and you can actually like optimize uh, each game's graphic settings based off of your PC settings. Yeah. That's what so I, I use so that. And uh, after some of the patches that came out, now when I'm in the bulk of like in the heart of Night City, I'm at like 60 frames a second. Um, and then like out like in less crowded areas, I hit like 90 frames a second. Nice. And this is at, and this is at like highest settings. Like um, yeah, that's everything. Awesome. Every, like like GeForce experience because I only have 1080p monitors uh just cranks the settings to like highest settings so at oh, 1080p yeah. high at 1080p highest settings I can get like um yeah like 90 frames a second out in like less populated areas oh, that's but awesome I've actually hooked it up to my TV which is a, a 70 inch 4k TV and uh when I, after I optimize the settings for that display put it a little bit below highest settings, but I, I even playing 4k, I could still get like 60 frames, um, you know, 60, 50 to 60 frames a second. So very nice. That's a lot better than yeah. 15. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, and that's the thing, like, so from my perspective, seeing everybody like cry about the game has been, I'm just like, well, cause like people, <laughs> people are saying it, people are saying it's like a total failure of a game. And I'm like, I don't, know if that's really the case um <laughs> no i don't i i feel like the console version definitely is but i right. feel like if you play it on the pc there's definitely a good game there well people, even the, people seem to genuinely like really like the story and like and stuff like that so right well even the even the next gen consoles play it pretty decently as far as yeah. i understand it like they can play it at like 50 to 60 frames i think um, yeah, and it's not even like so, the optimized version of it. It's right, just like it's 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 just the backward compatibility version. Yeah. yeah. So once once it gets optimized for next gen, I'm sure it'll be great on the next gen. Oh yeah. Um, I personally, they probably should have just either canceled last gen release or yeah. delayed it another <laughs> like six months or something like that. Yeah, I um, I legitimately but, feel like if they had delayed it to like March, that it would have came out and had very few of these problems. 
Right. And right. unfortunately for uh, for CD Projekt Red, they were kind of in like a lose lose situation with this game at this point. Yeah, because they had already delayed it so many times. And like. Funny enough and ironically enough, all the gamers that are now lambasting them for releasing such a broken game were probably the same ones who were also outraged over them delaying it so many times. Right. So it's like, bro, Push. you shot yourself in the foot with this one. Right. Push so. this unfinished game out. Please do it now. Yes. And why then when is it they unfinished? do it, and it's yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> why so, is it not working? That's another reason why I kind of don't, I can't really hop on the, like the outrage train behind the game. Cause I know the people that are pissed about it sucking. were also the ones pissed about it getting delayed. Right. So like, they weren't going to win no matter what they did. They either could have delayed it again. People got pissed at them. I mean, I guess it kind of sucks because now, like, they're getting, like, dogpiled, you know, like. Yeah, they're getting, like, death threats and shit, which is crazy. They're getting, like, they're getting sued over it. And I'm like, dude, yeah. what? Get the hell out of here. Like, it was just, it was all a big tragedy. They really, they hyped themselves up so hard. And then. Well, you know, investors and shit really put pressure on you to push things out. And, and that's really this. That's, and again, that just comes down to like a perspective thing, too, because like, yeah. like for me, the game lives up to the hype, dude. I I fucking love this. I love the right? game, dude. I've played 100 hours and I fucking love it. I've been having so much fun. I like, enjoyed the little bit I was able to play. I actually legitimately look forward to playing it when I can get it on my PC, which I guess I could do now. But right. when I get it on Good. that. And I'm really excited for the multiplayer, like co-op stuff they're going to be putting out for it. Right. Very excited. For and that. I mean, you could always, you bought it for PlayStation, right? Yeah. You could always just claim your refund that they're giving out and then buy it on PC. <laughs> oh, I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> there yeah, you go. I, don't, I don't even have it on PS4 anymore. <laughs> oh, got a dude, then just, it, so. just buy it on PC, man. <laughs> yeah. Your, uh, your 2070 should be able to play it at pretty decent uh, frames. Yeah, so. I... I uh, I did a bunch of research on it, like what the stuff I could think. My my computer should run it fine. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, if you get it on your PC and you can actually get like a good experience with it, it's such a fun game, man. Yeah. It's so fun. Like That's just like there's there is stuff to be desired. Like I really wish they would have added some basic stuff, like being able to fucking change your hairstyle. Like, like yeah. Like, it's which it, it comes down to a lot of things being cut because they were pushed push the game out. Well, that, that's and that's just it. Yeah, like and I'm sure that that's stuff they can easily add. Like yeah, you know, like in your apartment, you can go to the mirror and change your hairstyle or some shit. Like <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because it's this game is doing a lot of what, and not even to this degree of what No Man's Sky did when it came right. out. Where like. They promised all of this shit in that in that game, and it came out and had like none of it. At least right. like Cyberpunk has a lot of that stuff. But now No Man's Sky, like four or five years later, is actually a legitimately really good game. Yeah, people like, love that game now. Yeah, <laughs> I play that game, and that game's super fucking fun. I feel like give this give Cyberpunk like a year, and that game will be just incredible. That's, that's what I think. Feel I, you know, I I think that they just kind of kind of like you said, they hype themselves up. Um, a little too much. They probably announced it far too early, um, obviously because they announced it like eight years ago or some shit like that. So, um, but yeah, I think uh, it was eight years. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. And uh, 
it just it sucks because like they they clearly took advantage of the growing technology while they developed the game like yeah. they didn't say all right all we have right now is xbox one or xbox yeah xbox one and ps4 we're developing the game for these consoles and then just stuck with that for eight years yeah. like it's very cool that they <clears throat> kind of ran with the increasing and growing technology to put out a game that like even though they started development when these base consoles were the only things out now at the end of development, those consoles don't even run the game anymore. <laughs> yeah, so, right? so like it's in a way it's and you know, maybe people will think this is controversial, but in a way it's kind of admirable that they, instead of just like locking themselves into something that would run on those consoles, they improved with the technology to a fault where now the games don't run on the yeah. old consoles, you know. Like we were saying before, I feel like it would have just been better for them to cut the old gens, but it is it is nice that they kept that at least, or at least tried to for the people that don't have fifteen hundred dollar, like two thousand dollar PCs <laughs> to like yeah, or, do this stuff, or fifteen hundred dollars to buy a scalped PS4 or Xbox yeah, Series really. X. <laughs> Or PS5, uh, not PS4. Yeah, PS5, but, which uh, I can't, still can't fucking find for the life of me. I've tr- been trying so hard. <laughs> dude, good luck. Yeah. Me, me, and my brother are like the are the lucky ones. I managed to get a 3080, and he got a PS5. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, dude. And he said he said that he like just nonchalantly bought one. Like someone told him that like they were in stock on Target, and he just went on Target and bought one. Like, yeah, Target seems to be the way to go. That's where like most of the people I know who have one I got it from. <laughs> but now, but but now, like if someone it's was impossible. to say, "Hey, they have them on Target. If you don't get there in 0.5 seconds, they're gone." Yep. So like that's how it is too. I have, I have three different Twitter accounts I follow that notifies me when those things drop, and I go to them like instantly when I'm working and stuff like that, and I still can't get them. I still yep. just are instantly sold out. I'm like cool, dude. Welcome <laughs> to a week and a half of my life back when I was hunting for this 3080, man. Right. Like I had, there was a Twitter I was following. There was a uh, Discord. Uh, there's a website called nowinstock.com. Right. And uh, since so many people were like signing up for alerts for the like the 30 series cards, they had to like do it in Discord because their like <laughs> website couldn't handle it. Yeah. So I had like alerts coming in through uh, fucking discord from that now in stock and they were all and even those alerts were always like two minutes too late like and and that and two dude two minutes is like two years yeah. when you're yeah, trying I was to say you're, you're weeks away at that point like <laughs> so like dude i had to like go i had to go advance like I, I actually had to like bought myself in order to get to just get one like i right. felt bad like being one of those botters but i only wanted to buy one for myself so i didn't really feel that bad yeah you gotta do what you um, gotta do man right but like I had like because I and I told you about this, but I had this like plugin for Chrome called Distill that you could set up to like monitor certain parts of a page to like right. send you an alert if like either the website changed or changed in a way that you set it up. So like I had alerts like if like the element that had like the uh, like the add a stock button, if anything in that box changed to add to cart, I would get an alert. Like, oh, nice. And it, and it refreshed every like five to 12 seconds. So, like, every five to 12, 12 seconds, I had this tool automatically checking the site for me to tell me. And one, just one night, luckily, um, there was like rumors that uh, there was going to be this huge drop uh, that uh, Gigabyte was going to drop like 
a new variant of their uh, 3080 um, at like 930 at night. So everybody was like, everybody was hyped up over that. And what ended up happening was that did happen. They did drop that card at like not well. It didn't end up being able to be bought until like quarter to 10. But what ended up happening was at 9 p.m., a bunch of like Asus, uh, Gigabyte, uh, EVGA, they all dropped like a bunch of cards at 9 p.m., but nobody was expecting it. Oh, so, like, Sounds like the PS4 dude, shit. I, dude, I, yeah, I was just chilling on my computer, like waiting until, waiting until 9.30 to roll around. And then like out of nowhere, I had a pop-up in my face with an add to cart button. <laughs> dude, I checked out faster than I've ever checked out in my life, dude. Uh, the one like, button checkout. One push checkout. Yeah, I wish. I didn't they wouldn't uh Newegg doesn't have that set up. Oh, so shit. like right. uh supposedly they do on iPhones where you could like one click buy with Apple Pay. Oh, that's fucked up. Um <laughs> I know. Yeah, but they didn't on Android because I tried so hard. And uh but dude, I seriously went through checkout like normal just like normal checkout in like 15 seconds dude Ooh, nice i had it locked <laughs> in man because i had all my payment information saved on their site so all i had to do was enter like the security code right and then just like clayton i got it man i was oh, in yeah. there so <laughs> yeah i've been i've been rocking a 3080 since like october like 20th so sick <laughs> so anybody out there that's Joss. listening it's possible to get one if you're not uh you know a bot or trying to buy like 80 of them to, to scalp right <laughs> uh, but like i said i did end up having to bot myself so yeah. it's definitely helpful and i've heard a lot of these sites are actually doing things to like mitigate those efforts yeah i heard um, that too that's the so, same with the ps5s i don't know how possible it is to do anymore so yeah that's like there was um i remember there was a controversy i guess less controversy because it actually happened but uh employees of i think it was nvidia it's nvidia or um some other computer company like their employees were like uh buying and scalping the 3080s <laughs> yeah it was uh so it wasn't employees i know you're talking about it was msi you're right yeah, 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 yeah. that's what it was. and what it was was uh a subsidiary company uh. of theirs <laughs> was uh Somehow got their somehow got their hands on air quotes graphics cards that they weren't <laughs> supposed to get yeah. and were unbeknownst to MSI scalping <laughs> them on eBay. Yep. <laughs> so crazy. <but laughs> a lot of people hate MSI as it is. So yeah. Um, I don't really know what to believe in that scenario. I MSI has some pretty sketchy. Uh, practices. They try to censor jer- like reporters and reviewers. Um, so, yeah, there's a there's a YouTube channel called Gamers Nexus that put out a pretty lengthy video about MSI being kind of shitty. It's fucked so, up. It's fucked like, up that I see that every time I boot up my computer. <laughs> oh, you got MSI? Huh? Yeah. Is your motherboard MSI? Yeah. It must be if that's what your boot yeah, image is. Um, yeah. Honestly, when I was buying all my stuff for my PC, I had several people tell me not to buy MSI. <laughs> and I thought it was because they didn't make good quality products. I think they overall make decent stuff. Yeah. I think they were just telling me from a, like a morality aspect. Yeah, because the people not to buy it. Like, I didn't yeah, know that. They, so. <laughs> well, I mean, 
Yeah. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Yeah, that's true. So many people like, dude, people are shitty everywhere. Well, yeah, the only, the only, the only like YouTube, actually even the YouTube channel that slammed them still uses some MSI stuff. So (laughs) just not in a review capacity. It's like, because like even like Linus Tech Tips, they use the MSI stuff all the time still. So yeah, um, it's not a big deal. It's just, yeah, but I mean, it's all the same as long as you got a computer that's running and you know, true. I, I've actually want, been wanting to like build another computer because I have like had nice. so much fun like building mine. <laughs> so oh God, mine like, was so terrifying. I was so stressed out. Oh really? For some reason, like I had um, you... I had Justin to help me build it, but it was just so scary because I was always afraid I was gonna bend something the wrong way or like have something like static electricity just fuck everything up and just. Be like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't happen. Yeah, but it was still stressful. Yeah, I was kind of worried about the static electricity. Too, because I didn't use like a grounding bracelet or anything. Right. Um, Same. So, but I don't really think it's that much of a problem these days. I think maybe back in the earlier days, it was probably more of a problem. But yeah, I could see that. I feel like a lot of stuff these days is pretty. Uh, I don't want to say anti-static, but the components are just more uh, sturdy and yeah, um, just protected in general. Really well built and yeah, and stuff. So yeah, dude, it took me forever to build my computer, man. But. It took me took me a couple months. Or uh, do you mean just like building it? it oh, I just meant house. like whenever I had all the stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It took it took yeah it took me and Justin like five hours to do or something. Yeah, I think. Well, I think the I think the build itself didn't take me that long. But what really took me the longest was all the cable management because I like cable yeah. manage mine really well. That's fair. So um, it took me like eight hours to like do it all together. Cause like I cable managed mine like as well as I could. So hey, nothing wrong with um, that. And uh, yeah, I think it turned out pretty good for a uh, first build. So good shit. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously working out pretty well. Yeah, I need to start utilizing it more. I was actually <laughs> last dude. So I just kind of a little off topic here, but I finished. Uh, I've been watching through the 4K extended editions of Lord of the Rings. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I finished the first one last night. Um, and I don't know what happened. It was like one 30 in the morning and I was like, you know what I should do? I should look into whether or not I can mine for cryptocurrency with my computer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. then. So I was, I was up until like two 30 in the morning, like setting up all this like mining software to try to mine for (laughs) cryptocurrency with my computer. And like I sat there for like an hour watching it like run all these like hashes on this stuff. And I was checking a site that gives you like estimated like, uh, you know, profits for, right. you know, what your computer, how much work a computer is doing. It was like your estimated profits are forty five dollars per month. Nice. And I was like, <laughs> no, it's not nice because in, yeah. <laughs> in order to get forty five dollars a month, I would have to let my computer run 24 7 yeah that would be <laughs> fucked <laughs> so i was like uh i don't think i'm gonna be able to mine for no. cryptocurrency with just this one but it's not, a, it's not the in best the future point. i wouldn't mind finding some like like four or five used graphics cards and like building like a mining rig <laughs> yeah there you go i mean some side cash I was well. I was I was thinking about this like whole scheme that I could do. Like if I if I ever buy a house, I'm just gonna like build this like little shack outside and like outfit the roof with like solar panels. So that way, like, 
solar power can power my mining rig so i'm oh, not gosh. actually paying <laughs> for electricity that'd be crazy <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, All right. So I think we uh, covered cyberpunk pretty extensively there. Um, The only thing, the only thing that I wanted to kind of touch on regarding cyberpunk was um, just uh, because I know I kind of, I kind of expressed that I think the kind of the outrage surrounding it is a little bit overblown. Um, What do you think coming from the perspective of like, I think, I think the outrage is understandable when it comes to the console, but I don't think, I guess it's a little overblown just because the PC version is good, at least. But it just sucks that they did, they did it kind of shadily with the console version because they knew what they were releasing. They knew, right? They knew it was a terrible version. Like when it came to people reviewing it, like they wouldn't allow uh, reviewers to use their own footage. They had to use footage they gave them, and then they just didn't let them review consoles until it was out. Like <laughs> until everybody already knew about it, which is just a really shady tactic. Yeah, it, it is a little shady. I, I agree with you there. Um, I just think like I think the whole I think the whole like premise that like the game is like a total failure and like CD Projekt Red is a garbage like development company. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't like, believe that. No. Like, I mean, have people have people ever played like? fallout 76 or like skyrim or <laughs> and that's like the any thing, of these yeah. games that were terrible at launch like bethesda is like notorious for is like has notoriously buggy games but everyone lets them pass right and like i hate to i hate to bring in like a whataboutism but like it's true like yeah. other games like are buggy as hell like and then they get a pass still um yeah like like I said before, No Man's Sky did this and they got pretty fucked for it, which is good because that sucks. But like Skyrim is super fucking buggy. All the Elder Scrolls really are. Fallout 76 was buggy to the point where like people couldn't play it. But, like at all. Like yeah. couldn't play it at all. Yeah. Like. And then people were like, <laughs> oh, well, he apologized. It's fine. But like, why? <laughs> why is it okay yeah. in that instance, but not for Cyberpunk? Yeah. And like, I get that the game's been in development for forever, but like, at the end of the day, like they had a misstep. It's like, yeah. man, this world we live in, we're like, if you make mo- one mistake, you're dead and buried is like fucked. so fucked, man. I don't, yeah. I hate it, man. Like I hate that. Like you can't even make a single mistake these days without just like wanting to be like, people are like, there's people talking about how like CD project red should like close shop forever. Right. And I'm just like, have you seen their other games? Like The Witcher Three is like one of like the best games that's come out in the last decade. I'm pretty right? sure yeah. that game like, is incredible. Yeah, like <laughs> it's just like what are you you you're really gonna tell me that this one misstep is like deserving of them to just not be a game developer? Like, right. what kind of mentality is that? Yeah. Like, and like people need to realize that like people are sending death threats and stuff to the people who made the game. And like, it's really not on them. It all comes down to like the investors and like the big heads who were like, push right. this game out. Like they, they gave them some extra time, but at the end of the day, it's them saying this needs to be out. Like people want this right. out, no matter if it's buggy or not, if it's finished or not, they'll still make money off of it. But <laughs> and also <laughs> and they did. <laughs> Sending death threats over a video game is small PP energy, yes, my extremely. friends. Extremely. 
sending death threats over pretty much anything that's not like a direct threat to your life or your family is small PP energy. Yes. Like <laughs> I can agree why? with that, that wholeheartedly. <laughs> like if you're if you're that mad over a video game, you really need to like reassess your life like, probably. Hang so. it up. You need yeah. to hang it up. <laughs> like, yeah. True. You need to go sell your consoles and your gamer card is going to be revoked forever. Yeah, exactly. Like, Honestly, I can, I, and you know, obviously, I'm no authority on like gamers. You know, I'm hardly a gamer myself. Just because I game doesn't mean I'm a gamer. But I would consider myself to be a more genuine gamer than some of these people because, like, I'm trying to give these people the benefit of the doubt. Like, right. the game camp, it got a rocky start. But I also heard The Witcher had a very, The Witcher Three had a very yes, rocky start. Um, but then they patched it, and now everybody loves the damn game. Yep. So it's like. That's just kind of the way the market, unfortunately, with games is going now. That a lot of games are getting released unfinished. It's not the first time this has happened, you know. Which so, which sucks. It's not and a I, good I, thing. I, yeah, but I hope that at the very least this sets a precedent and shows that people don't want this to happen anymore. Like right. I'm hoping unreleased games. I know that it probably won't change anything. But I'm hoping we will stop getting like these unfinished games, and then they're just like, don't worry, we'll patch it later yeah yeah <laughs> i want i want like a full game now would be great but <laughs> but it's another one of those things where like some of the blame falls onto the the gamers themselves that are buying yeah. these games because they send death Still threats when them. the game gets when the game gets delayed too many times it's true stop that stop sending death threats right <laughs> let people work on the goddamn game <laughs> that's the first step here if you're sending death threats to people over a damn video game stop it right like, like unless they're uh, unless they're threatening to come saw your family's head off with the disc, right? <laughs> don't send them death threats. Unless they're death threatening you, you don't send any. Exactly. Back, <laughs> uh, There's no world in which a sane person goes, "You delayed this game again. I'm gonna come fucking kill you, and I right? think you should be dead because of this." It's like, dude, it is not oh, that God. serious. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of anything, any real situation. Of any type of entertainment that I would be so disappointed getting pushed back or not released that I would send a death threat. Like I can't, I can't imagine that. Like that's insane. <laughs> I can't imagine like more egregious offenses that I would send people a death threat for. True, yeah. I don't even think I would send somebody a death threat for sending me a death threat. I know, right? I'd be like, I'm probably gonna go to the police. <laughs> yeah, or I would like just that. be like, this is the internet. And you don't even know where I fucking live, dude. Get right? bent, like. <laughs> Stop getting upset about uh. the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, here I am getting upset about the internet, but <laughs> well, <laughs> it's not from really a, upset. But. It's it's from a it's from a place of uh, you know it it comes from a place of like trying to help people out here. Like, right. God, you're sending people death threats over a video game being delayed. Right. You need to go to therapy or something. Like. Just let them put like, it out when it's done. Stop. Yeah, just <laughs> patience is a virtue, man. Patience. You know what? Every time I say that phrase, I think of this one movie. Do you remember this movie? It was like these like group of like kangaroo warriors or something, and they were all oh, like, "Oh fuck," um, the different virtues or something. Do you remember that? Yeah. What the hell was that movie called? Um, oh my god! I always confuse it with the Power Rangers because they came out around the same time. <laughs> yeah. I do remember that. I think it was, wasn't it called Virtue something? It uh, might have been like Virtue Fighters or something. Something like that. I'm going to look it up because it's going to bother me. 
Hopefully this isn't like a, a Mandela effect where this movie isn't even real. I know, right? Because I'm looking it up and not finding anything. But <laughs> oh wait, oh Warriors of Virtue. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was right. Okay, it's <laughs> like I feel like Virtue is in the fucking title. Movie about kangaroo warriors is what I had to look up. Yep. All right. Cool. <laughs> I'm gonna have to rewatch this fucking movie. Should. It's probably really good. It probably is. <laughs> I remember is it, it being cool when I was a kid. Is it Surf Ninjas good? I don't know, man. There's not much that, that that's that good. That's true. It's a classic. It sure is. I have that fucking movie on DVD. Oh god, it's so good. Rob, I found it. At, I found it at Quality Market of all places. I think I remember you telling me that. Yeah, dude, I was just like Quality Market. Uh, getting some orange juice for my girlfriend at the time because she was sick. <laughs> I had to take back the orange juice and get a discount orange juice so I could buy the movie. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, girlfriend of past, but I gave you some crappy orange juice. Yeah. Hey, surf so I could buy Surf Ninjas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it was also back when I worked at Papa Joe's and I wasn't really making a lot of money. So. Yeah, that was a hot minute ago. It sure was. It was like that place doesn't even exist now. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It is gone. Um, when did I quit that place? Like 2011. So yeah, man, it's been like at least nine years. Yeah. But uh, all right. Well, I mean, I guess that kind of covers the cyberpunk uh, debacle. Yeah. Uh, in so, general, the the outrage is a little bit overblown, but it's, it's understandable to a degree. Right. Um, yeah, you to, shouldn't, to a degree, you shouldn't it's be, definitely understandable. Yeah. But it's don't, not understandable. Don't send death threats. Yeah. Don't send death threats. <laughs> stop it. Fucking stop. <laughs> and I swear to God, if somebody sends me a death threat over this, they're going to be dead. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm going to send them a death threat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sending a death threat to every person on this planet if someone sends me a death threat. Uh, finally. <laughs> okay. uh, so... But, um. I, I was don't know if there's anything else. Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, I didn't know if there was anything else you wanted to cover. I just wanted to bring up a little bit, because you brought up uh, like Chrono Trigger earlier. Mm. That being my favorite game of all time, I have I think it's going to be the next game I do like a playthrough of. Because I'm doing the um, Crisis Core right now. But I think with, it, with as well as the PSP emulator's been going, I think I'm going to get a... Um, I'm debating whether or not I want to get the... Uh, PSX version or like the Super Nintendo version, but the PSX I, PSX one has like the animated cutscenes and stuff. Yeah, so I'm yeah. Get that one. So it's actually funny you should bring it up. We must be on the same uh, brainwaves right now because I was I was going to ask you um, if you didn't really have anything specific you wanted to cover, like what you would consider your favorite game of all time to be. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so, so good transition. Yes, but Chrono uh, Trigger it, is my favorite game of all time. It just. Uh, Oh, so good. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny because I think I agree, um, it's, which is completely crazy because, like, right? <laughs> so I have all the games in the world, but it's just such a good game, man. The music is like, it is. It's incredible. I watch. There's a video on YouTube. I think Joe sent me that um, of like an orchestrated version, the people playing doing like a concert of Chrono Trigger music, and I watch oh, that yeah. like once a month. It's so beautiful, dude. There's uh there's these guys on uh, YouTube called the Super Guitar Brothers and uh, they play 
They do like video game music covers with like classical guitar. That sounds oh, awesome. Man. They covered a couple Crown Trigger songs and they sound so good on right. classical guitar. They have a couple albums out on like Spotify. Um, and I think they have more songs on this, on more Chrono Trigger songs on the Spotify. But actually, like if you have Spotify or even like YouTube music, if you like look up like Chrono Trigger, like music on there, you can find all kinds of like renditions of the music, right. um, you know, it's whether so it be good. like orchestration or um, I'll even listen right. to like some there's some YouTube videos of like lo-fi hip hop renditions of oh, nice. Chrono Trigger <laughs> music, awesome. which is actually awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. really cool. So <laughs> I have um, the lo-fi like YouTube thing in the background all the time in my apartment, but um, yeah, yeah. Chrono Trigger, it was, it was like the first RPG JRPG I had ever played, mm-hmm. and damn, was it a good one to start with? Because it immediately pulled me in. Because if anybody who doesn't know me, uh, I'm a huge Dragon Ball nerd. It's like my obsession. But like, yeah, right. Akira Toriyama, the guy who does Dragon Ball, does the art for Chrono Trigger. He did the art for that. Yep, yep. That immediately pulled me in. I saw that and was like, I know that. So I'm going to play <laughs> this. And then I learned pretty soon after that that the guy who did Final Fantasy, uh, who created the original Final Fantasy games, and um, the guy who did Dragon the Final Quest, Fantasy, I think. Yeah, Dragon Quest and yeah. Final Fantasy, like yeah, music people who stuff, did worked on, uh, well, all no. worked on Chrono Trigger. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think it was, I think it was one of the developers of uh, Final Fantasy and one of the developers from Dragon Quest. Yes, and that um, that's how had gotten uh, together. Akira Toriyama to, got into it too. Yeah, because right. Dragon Quest yeah, because he did he did Dragon Quest. Yeah, yeah, and then like apparently I've watched a, 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 probably more YouTube videos than I'd like to admit going <laughs> over Chrono Trigger. I've watched yeah, a me lot too. of like. Because the 25th anniversary was somewhat recent. I think yeah, it, was it was last like, year. Yeah, it was like a year two years ago. ago. Um, I so was, there was really like a, hoping for something to be announced, but for it. Dude, I, I just, you know, just give me a fucking, like a Switch port of it, at least. Like, just give me something modern to play it on. Well, I uh, mean, well, and, and that's funny you should say that too, because like I, uh, you said that you might uh, play that as a playthrough. I'm actually thinking about like streaming that on like, ooh. like, like Thursdays and Friday, Thursdays or Fridays, like a throwback Thursday, flashback Friday type of theme. You know, it'd be um, cool. We could both do that and see like which endings and stuff we get, like what 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 stuff we do set differently. That would be cool. Good, good. Be cool. I don't. There's thirteen I, endings in that fucking game. There <laughs> is. That, I think that was one of the first games that did that too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the first game that did New Game Plus as well. Yes, it it introduced it. I'm pretty sure to at least the JRPGs, so, as far as I know. I'm pretty sure it's the first game ever that did New Game Plus. Yeah, I would so, believe that. Yeah. Um. So if you like New Game Plus, it's Chrono Trigger's. It's Chrono Trigger's doing. And yeah. If you never played that game, I don't it's, know what you're doing with your. It's also one of the few games that does time travel like really fucking well. Like. <laughs> yeah, which is hard to do in any form of media. Yeah. So. Yep. And there's just so many things to do in that game. The the characters are so likable. There's so many different paths and endings and stuff you could do. It was so just beyond everything else at the time. And even now, like it holds up so well. It's, it's a timeless crazy. game. It so is. like, cause it was kind of, it's funny because it was kind of, I'm pretty sure it was kind of the end of, of the era of yeah. like, uh, like 24 bit, uh, you know, super Nintendo art style, you know? Yes. Um, and it's kind of funny cause a lot of games are like going back to that now. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, obviously with like, with like shovel Knight and stuff. 
Um, oh fuck! I love Shovel Knight. <laughs> I love. I mean, I love. I love pixel art. Like, yeah. I, have I you mean, played Shovel Knight? No, I actually. Oh, you should play. It's so <laughs> good. <laughs> it's one of my. It's one of my. It's probably my top ten games. Yeah, I, I've point. watched. I've watched some people play it, but I've never actually played it myself. But uh, I do appreciate the the return to form in regards to pixel art because, right. um, again, Chrono Trigger was kind of the last. Because I'm pretty sure, like it, that it game came out came at the tail out, end of like the Super Nintendo. Uh, yeah, I, I want to say that like Final Fantasy VII was like coming out mm. pretty shortly after Chrono Trigger came out on the PlayStation. So, um, yeah, one, but, uh, one big step to another. <laughs> so, um, so as far as streaming it goes, you can actually buy like the definitive edition of the game on Steam. Um, I did see that. Yeah, I really so. Um, and oh, supposedly that's, that's that, yeah. su- supposedly that's one of the best ways to play the game now. It's like nice. on Steam uh, or through Steam. I bought it; it was only like twenty bucks. So, does that does that um, version have like the cutscenes and stuff too? Yeah, I'm pretty okay, sure I would, it does. I would assume it does. Yeah, because yeah. I know the I know the DS version, which I have, uh, has like the cutscenes and it has like bonus dungeons and stuff too. Yeah, because I think that's the definitive. Edi- I think that's okay. a definitive edition also. So. Nice. Um, so yeah, I, I just bought it on Steam to play it because I I figured I could emulate it, but then I was like, well, I'm an adult now. Give I can money. buy this. For, I can buy this for twenty bucks. <laughs> right. It's one of my. It's like my favorite game. So at least I could do is finally pay for it for once because I don't think I've ever paid for it. I think by the time I played it, um, I think it was already out for a few years. Yeah. So I only ever played it through emulation. So yeah, I I bought it on the DS. Okay. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Didn't you? Didn't you play that game for the first time, like kind of recently, like, or did you play it like back in the day? Chrono Trigger. Yeah. No, I played. I played that like in the Super Nintendo. <laughs> oh, did you? Back okay. In the day, yeah. Uh, oh, I no, had. Okay. I had played it when I was younger, and I really liked it. I had never beaten it when I was younger, mm, but okay. it was like, it's probably like eight or nine years ago at this point. It was like sometime after high school. That I had gotten it for the DS because I was like, yeah, I want to go back to this because I never got to do it when I was a kid, and that's when I really like got sucked into it again. I was like, oh shit, yeah, right, this game's so yeah. good. <laughs> it, yeah, it definitely. I feel like it could be kind of tough to to uh, grasp when you're younger. Yeah. Although, I think I think the first time I played it, I was like at least like eleven or twelve. So yeah, um, somewhere around there. And playing uh, it, actually, playing it again recently, it's really not a hard game. I mean, there definitely are hard bosses and stuff. But you can you can cut through that game if you know what you're doing in like two or three hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So the game came out in '95. Yeah. So. Yeah, I got um, I got it around when it had come out, and in America so, at least. I can't remember when it came out in America. If that was the same man. time or not, but. Uh, I feel like it was yeah, it, after that, maybe. Uh, let me see. I could be wrong. I I, I could have gotten it. A while after it came out, too. Oh, yeah, it came out in uh, in the U.S. It came out in '95. Oh, okay, yeah, because I don't feel like I played it that young. I, f- I feel like I was like nine or ten. But yeah, so you might have played it in like closer to like 2000, probably around the same time I did. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, man, that game it's timeless. It's it absolutely is. timeless. It, the one thing that does suck about like how incredible that game's development is with like such crazy. Uh, just people involved is that's why you don't we don't really get anything for it now because all the rights yeah. are split up by so many people 
And right, like, it's really it hard to like, get all that stuff together again. Yeah, because because SquareSoft isn't a company yeah. anymore. Because yeah, uh, Square Enix now. Square Enix, yeah. Square merged with uh, Enix. Enix. Yeah, it was I don't just know Enix. Who. I think it was just Enix. But um, yeah, yeah. Akira Toriyama has partial rights to it and he's doing all this Dragon Quest stuff and Dragon Ball stuff and then yeah. the Final Fantasy dude has rights to it and the Dragon Quest dude has rights to it and so it's, it's just it was a match made in heaven that we don't know if we'll ever get that again so it's like ugh, uh, it's a shame it's it's honestly a game that could have never been ever been made to begin yeah. with so <laughs> yeah the the likelihood of that all of them coming together to do something like that is just like one in a million we're just lucky that it happened. <laughs> yeah. When you think your life sucks, just think. Uh, you live in the same uh, universe where Chrono Trigger exists. It's true. So <laughs> it's not the darkest timeline. It's the same reality <laughs> where Chrono Trigger exists. There, there, there may be a, a reality out there where Chrono Trigger doesn't exist. Right. So, Oof, I don't like that one. <laughs> where there, where there's, where there's stories of those three getting together to make the game, but they never got it off the ground. Right. Or you know, or they wanted to, and it just never went through. Well, because that's basically what happened. Like, they yeah. got together and wanted to do this, but it was like they weren't sure if they were going to be able to get it off the ground because it was like a pretty ambitious project. Yeah, um, and it was, it was near the end of the Super Nintendo, so they didn't know if they would have time to do it. And right. And like the composer of the music almost worked himself to death, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, ended up making probably the best video game soundtrack that has ever existed. Mm, so, completely agree. Yep. <laughs> like, the music in the game is just. It's like a nostalgia bomb, dude. It is. Like, you like hear any of those songs? Oh my god. Yeah. I feel like we just don't we don't really get that anymore with most games. I feel like you have one steady kind of soundtrack for most games anymore. It's yeah. it's hard to think of things that have like you go into this place it has its own unique music, you go into this place or this per meet this person and stuff like that. Yeah. Well it, I, it kind of does an RPG still, but like no yeah. other games really. Yeah, I, I want to say honestly, the Final Fantasy VII remake was like one of the more recent yeah, yeah, games yeah, yeah. that That's had like true. music that I was like, wow, this music is really good. Right. Um, music like I said, I would just and stuff. I would just be playing and I would just like stop and chill in Sector Five so I could listen to the theme for Sector Five because I liked it that much. Right. So, um, but I think really what it comes down to is like, you know, obviously back then the the graphics and stuff were were limited. So like, and don't get me wrong the gameplay and the visuals in Chrono Trigger are fantastic. Yeah. But they had to rely on a lot more like storytelling and even music because like the yeah. graphics weren't, you know, necessarily the forefront. Whereas today it's like you play yeah. Ghost of Tsushima, you're more focused on the world you're in. Cause it's so beautiful. Right. I was like, I can't even say I remember a single song from that game. I love yeah. the game, but I don't think there's like any music that was like, oh, wow, this is a cool song. Yeah, that's what I mean. You know, <laughs> so because that's not really what it's about anymore. It's more about yeah. like the immersive like world you're in, um, which is kind of a shame because I feel like a good, a really strong soundtrack can really add to that. Yeah, um, I completely agree. I think I actually a really good example of that is uh, a game I played recently like a year or so ago, is uh, Journey. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. That game is very... It's a very simple game, very short game, but it's very heavily uh, around its music, like the gameplay. Yeah, yeah. The gameplay, the music really tells a story more than anything else. Okay. And like every area has its own music. The music flows with everything that's happening in the game. 
and it's just it's a very unique experience and it's it's also become one of my favorite games that i recommend anybody who has steam or a ps4 to, uh at least try it because you can beat it in like an hour and a half but it's a super very interesting very relaxing game uh with a lot of fun little secrets in it and uh I don't know. It's just kind of a hidden gem, in my opinion. But yeah, I I have that game on my PS4 because it was uh, one of the PS Plus games of the month, mm. like a couple months ago. So I got it for free. Um, but I haven't played it yet. I haven't really, I haven't really touched any of my consoles in a minute. So <laughs> that's fair. It's on Steam. I think it's like five bucks. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could I could easily play it on there. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I I really wish we could go back to. Uh, a time where where music is a little bit more prevalent um prevalent yeah and uh just kind of on the theme of super nintendo and kind of music being uh, kind of iconic um one of my other like all-time favorite games is actually super metroid that's um, an amazing game yes and the music in that game is also incredible um so like some of the themes in that game are so good just uh like some of the different areas have such good uh theme music um and uh i really love super metroid it's probably like if i had to pick like favorites of like genres like chrono trigger would be my favorite rpg um metroid is my favorite i guess it's a platformer but now yeah. they're called metroidvanias like, yeah so um so because it's kind of that like almost an open world but not because it was pretty limited obviously yeah. <laughs> but there wasn't like the progression wasn't like super linear like you had some options of like places you could go um right. in in the super metroid and that's kind of why you know uh symphony of the night and metroid uh, super metroid kind of kicked off that metroidvania yes uh, genre because like they were both like platformers where you didn't quite have to follow a linear path there was still some stuff that you know would block you at times but Mm. um but uh yeah um and actually symphony of the night has incredible music also it does symphony (laughs) night's also a very good game (laughs) yes it is it's probably like the best castlevania Um, yep it's pretty it's very good pretty much regarded as like the best of that genre yeah Um, so i dude all those old games are just so good. I'm like a I'm like a retro like gamer at heart, man. Like I just love <laughs> playing all those old games. I mean, it might just be because of the, all the nostalgia that comes along with it. But yeah, um, I mean, I love like a lot of my favorite games are older games. Like Banjo Kazooie is probably my number two favorite game of all time. And that that game is also a game that has very good music and has music is very prevalent in that game. <laughs> like every area you go to has a very unique theme. And it's very very good sound effects are very goofy and over the top yeah but it was that game i think was the first it was the first game i like 100 percent completed okay like nice. when i was a kid because i had that game so donkey kong 64 was close but i think there were there were too many there were like too many things in that game to collect and like i eventually just kind of like gave up on it but banjo kazooie was the first one where i just every world i 100 percent completed finished everything was just like obsessed with that game for a long time, and I still love it. It still holds up really well too. 
Yeah, uh, Crash Bandicoot is one of the. They're not Crash Bandicoot. Banjo Kazooie. They, they, they're like the same in my mind for some reason. <laughs> they're they're similar. They're, they're pretty similar. <laughs> but uh, Banjo Kazooie actually is a game I never played. That's um, so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and the thing is, is I didn't have a Nintendo sixty four when I was younger. Um, oh, my funny. one my my one friend had the Nintendo sixty four, so I only really ever played. Um, the games he had, and he might have had that game, but I don't remember. But we did play a lot of Donkey Kong 64, and there, yes, there was a lot in that game. <laughs> yes, there's a fuck ton of things in that game. Do you you have you do have an X you have the Xbox right? You could yeah, get, I have an um, Xbox. I have an Xbox One. You could get the Rare Collection if you wanted. I think okay. it's pretty cheap now. It's like twenty bucks, but it has like thirty games in it, like all the rare games, or most of them at least. Nice. It has nice. like Banjo Kazooie. It has like uh, Battle Toads. It has like a bunch of the old uh, Conquer's Bad Fur Day. It has a lot of the old, like really good, rare games. It's definitely worth the price. <laughs> There's a lot of really good stuff in that. They don't have it on PC. I don't think so. I think it's Xbox exclusive. Yeah, console exclusive for yeah. once, huh? Right. I was hoping Wait. it was going to be on the PC because a lot of the Xbox stuff is on PC, but through the Game Pass, but it's not on there. Because I was also going to do a, a banjo run through, but nope, no luck. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look like you can buy it on like the Microsoft Store or anything like that. No. Nah. Well, that's a shame. <laughs> yeah, maybe eventually. Oh, well. But I mean, Banjo, oh, well. banjo and Kazooie were just put into Smash like a year ago. So I'm really hoping that. Yeah, yeah. Which I lost my fucking mind when that happened, but I'm really hoping that brings. <laughs> um, some new banjo stuff but we'll see <laughs> yeah i guess we will see um i don't know uh yeah because i know what's the deal so microsoft owns rare correct yes but they haven't really done anything with it have they i mean kind of they uh they did sea of thieves oh that's a that's a rare game yep that's a rare game okay so that game's going. actually pretty okay I played it when I, I played it when it first came out, and I didn't think it was great. Like I kind of got really bored with that game. But I played it again recently. I'm gonna say like the last two or three months, and I I really enjoyed okay. it. I feel like they added a ton to it, and it's a lot more fun. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I think my my brother and uh, I think Joe played it too, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they definitely did okay, at yeah, one point what, at least. <laughs> that's what I thought. Um, uh, yeah, I don't think they played anymore. But uh, they definitely did play it. Um, I never, it didn't really ever look that interesting to me. So, but uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, for a specific audience. I feel like, but yeah, I'll have to, uh, I'll have to check out Banjo Kazooie because I, I honestly, I love the Nintendo sixty four. So like, ah, yes, <laughs> I, I played a lot of like through my friend. I I did play a lot of games. Like uh, actually. I think I was watching a video, and uh, do you remember the game Jet Force Gemini? Yes, that was a, a wild game. <laughs> yeah, that game was crazy with all those like cool. blue ants and stuff. That yeah, you had with, to, like, like the, the weird kill. An- alien things. You had like the you could play like the guy, the girl, and, like the dog thing. And yeah, like or there was like a flying uh, robot that you could play yeah, that like true. you could you could be you could shoot because I I feel like because it was a co op game. I think where yeah. you could yeah, yeah I only my, played that game co op. <laughs> Yeah, me and my friend and like his like little sisters would always play it. Nice. So, but uh, that game was like crazy. I feel like that was like that was like a launch title. I think for the N sixty four. Yeah, I feel like that's a game that 
never it's never like brought up <laughs> even Dude, though it was pretty I, well, good i know because like i i seriously had not remembered anything about it until i saw somebody cover it in some video and uh it's crazy man i was like man this just came out from like the depths of my brain <laughs> like, right <laughs> that's like um i really liked perfect dark too and like we're getting a new one of those now, which is kind yeah, of yeah. I was going to say there, there's <laughs> another one coming out. They just reveal. I think they revealed it at the Game Awards, right? Yep. If that's a game that I had not thought about since I was a kid, and now uh, you got it's coming one coming. Out with a new one, yeah. <laughs> it was a good game Heck too. Yeah. It was basically just a sci-fi GoldenEye, but it was good. <laughs> you GoldenEye. That's a game that me and my friend with so me and my yeah dude me and my friend with the N sixty four, his name was Craig. Um, um, I haven't dude I haven't even talked to the dude in since like high school. It sucks when friendships like that die off. Yeah. But um, but uh, dude, we played the crap out of Goldeneye, man. We would do like we would unlock like all the stuff like. It was like the paintball. Remember the paintball like yep. secrets you could unlock that were like There's your gunshot paintball. Big head. Big head. There was like a there was like a there was like a floating mine glitch. You had to like blow up all the TVs in the silo map, yep. and then like your mines like a, would like float for some reason. <laughs> yeah, there was like a dual wielding <laughs> ability thing you do. You could just carry around two rocket launchers and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I remember that. That's insane. Uh, dude, Goldeneye. I remember bugging the bugging or uh, like crashing the shit out of that game because if we when you put on all the cheats, I always I used to love just running through it with cheats on because I just be invincible and have like unlimited ammo. But I remember the one uh, like snow level. There was this one area where I would just put um, like the little detonator bombs that you had. Since yeah, I had yeah. infinite of them, I I put them down for like like a half an hour just straight, just all over the place, which <laughs> is so fucking many of them. And then when I uh. When I set them off, there were so many. It just like froze the game. <laughs> I had to restart it. It was so cool. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Right, uh, dude. Good memories from Goldeneye, man. Yeah. Even this, even like the, the story mode was even not too bad for yeah. I mean, for was, the time. Yeah, it was it was of the movie, just a little more in depth. <laughs> but it was yeah, good. a little little Pierce Bronson action, Brosnan yeah, action. Brosnan. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, that was good. That was great. That was one of the first games I ever played where screen peeking was something you get called out for. So, <laughs> oh, or you're looking at the other person's yeah. little little corner of the yeah, screen, or are you screen peeking? I'd be like, I just, I don't know, I didn't see you there. <laughs> I wasn't looking. I swear, <laughs> uh, dude. Now we now we live in a world where people do like Twitch stream peeking. Yeah, like, they do like stream snipes. Peeking on fucking streams to find out, dude. The cheating. Has just gone to the next level, man. It really has. Went from looking up. at my damn box on the TV to I'm gonna ch- kill you by looking at your stream and somehow also being in the same game as you. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, I don't know how that. Oh works. man. <laughs> but I've watched. Yeah, I've watched people play uh, like Halo and stuff like that. Streamed and people will get stream sniped. I'm like, how does this even happen? <laughs> yeah, like what the hell, man? It's got to be like I don't even know if that's just like like luck where you like are playing the game and end up playing with somebody that you watch stream and then I, end up in the like, same game as them or like I feel like it's got to be some kind of like hack or something like that cuz I Yeah, maybe. I feel like I've watched a stream where someone got like stream sniped by like the same person in multiple games. I'm just like Christ. 
Very weird. Very weird. Yeah, that just shows how technology has advanced. That's true. And I mean, there's way worse cheating as far as like you know, obviously people do hacking and yeah, you know, auto aim bots and stuff. So which doesn't make any sense to me. Like I feel like that's yeah, like, taking all of the entertainment out of the game. But yeah, how is it fun to just like right? Literally, do do nothing in there and just win. Yeah, like, just click the mouse and just win. Just, eh, it's it's literally not fun for anybody. Right. <laughs> so, but who knows, man? <laughs> All right. Well, that was a pretty good talk. <laughs> yeah. Was there uh, was there anything else you wanted to touch on here? We're rolling up on about two hours. So, yeah. um, um, not particularly. Yeah, because I mean, obviously, um, you know, this was supposed to just be kind of like a just like an overview. Uh, of gaming we did touch on yeah. some specific things like cyberpunk and whatnot since it's pretty current yeah um but uh obviously we can structure other episodes around yeah thinking, you know certain games or yeah i was thinking about doing an episode about uh games we're looking forward to maybe our most anticipated games or like uh yeah yeah that's, our, that's a good idea like a list of more of our because we talked about chrono trigger and stuff but maybe like a list of like our favorite games and why yeah uh, Go and go more in depth on like some of our favorite games right. of you know of all yeah. time or the so past decade to, or yeah I'd love to talk more about stuff like that but yeah absolutely man so that that sounds good so all I right. guess uh, I guess we can wrap it up here and uh, yep sounds good and we'll try to we'll get another one out next week <laughs> yeah Which we'll try good. to get one out uh, but uh, yeah so uh, just in case you guys uh, don't know who we are um, I'm Darren Muscle Lizard. I'm Zach, saying Cthulhu. Yep. So um, this was the fourth episode. Uh, thank yes. you for listening to uh, to us ramble about uh, not sending death threats to people yeah. anymore over video good. games. It's Here important. On the, uh, it's yes. an important lesson. <laughs> it is important. <laughs> the only way this stuff's going to change is if the culture changes. Exactly. Don't spend people death threats and just enjoy <laughs> things. That's the message of this podcast episode. Do not send people death threats over video games yep. or anything <laughs> so, especially video games it's not uh, worth it i promise no it isn't so uh, <laughs> but but thank you guys for joining us here on the finally the fourth episode of the big and small yes. media podcast uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode and uh, we hope you look forward to to more uh in, in the future yes and hopefully it'll be more consistent that's i've been holding it up a little bit with life being a little crazy but i'm ready to jump back on so all right. We got this, man. Yes. And thank you again for everybody who's listening. Have a great day or night, wherever you are. <laughs>